Hello and welcome to Odd Outcomes. Odd Outcome is a journey to discover how usual things can have unusual ways of developing. Odd is not easy to predict from the start. You sometimes have to go along and find out. I'm Diana, the co-founder of Outcome, and today I'll walk you through one of the most popular concepts of our current times, hybrid work. The ongoing conversations struggle to explain what it means to us as individuals to perform in a hybrid work environment, who is likely to benefit more from it, and who cannot enjoy the shift. The future concerns us all, so why not act now? Our recent context is infused with the frictions brought by the pandemic. While this has shifted how we do business, the future of work will be more than that. The conversation at Outcome led us to think that there is more to it than space. It's about designing the glue that holds teams together when they share a hybrid workspace. It's a rhythm that comes into play as we begin to respond to changes and disruptions. So, before any business becomes truly hybrid, if you may say, we want to introduce a new perspective on how to view hybrid work. First as a workspace, and second as human agency. I'll go a bit more in depth to explain what each means to us. When it comes to workspaces, we have a more concrete view of what they mean. They're actual places, whether we refer to office, on-site, third spaces such as cafes, libraries, co-working spaces, and so on. And, of course, working from home. As people begin to value flexibility and their work enables the possibility to switch workspaces depending on the work they do, a new way of connecting emerges, self-regulated, and does not pertain to a linear process. It's often spontaneous, interdisciplinary, and highly systemic. When thinking about hybrid workspaces, we need to consider how they connect the individuals inside the company and how they interact with the outside network, given some of these working spaces, such as learning or startup hubs. We now have two facets of this challenge, to connect teams inside companies and to connect teams outside the company with the network they happen to share their workspace. From an individual perspective, it's worth asking ourselves some questions before we settle onto the right work format. How blurry are the lines between my work and my life? How much or little do I want to be defined by the company I work for? What are the things I'm fine missing out on and how can I build genuine connections when the environment is unpredictable? and changing fast. Companies need to ask their employees these questions to find out more about the talent they attract and how their future employees think and value. This is crucial to establishing a better relationship on both ends. Companies now attempt to offer more flexibility depending on the task that can be performed at a distance. However, they must think beyond setup, what systems are needed to facilitate commitment and collaboration. I found the perspective of Jakob Verkunen on the two components of these complex workspaces quite interesting. Jakob's research interests are related to formative interventions and systems-level innovations in work activities. In one of his early papers, Hybrid Agency and Co-Configuration Work, he talks about platforms and patterns of activities. The company's task is to customize a platform based on the patterns of activities, what is repeatable and what is subject to change. Those activities should allow staff to cooperate and coexist without being reduced to simple personas. For example, a digital platform can become a creative and interactive space for connecting with others. This active sharing enables the better learning and growth and gives a clear grasp on roles and responsibilities. Platforms can create these fluid and customizable boundaries in the marketplace. The customer's needs are probably not addressed by a single company, but by a whole ecosystem. It is worth experimenting with how the company can adjust its workflows to work better within that ecosystem and leverage its strengths. 
Using platforms and patterns is quite a complex task, but it is not the end of the story. You have to consider another element in the puzzle as part of the culture transformation journey, the human agency. There is quite an extensive research in philosophy on what human agency is, hence, it was confusing for me to jump from philosophy to the other definition of agency as a business. To simplify things, think of an agency as a business, firm, or organization that provides a specific service. For example, Outcome is a strategic design agency focusing on harnessing the opportunities out of disruption with new tools and ways of working. Other agencies specialize in advertising, marketing, recruitment, and so on. These agencies can be divided as of now into traditional, digital, and hybrid. A traditional agency provides a tangible and visible impact with hands-on approach. For example, a traditional design agency is an integrated range of services from logos to advertising campaigns. A digital agency is more specialized and focused on building an online presence for the client, harnessing that pull through good content, market analytics, online brand image, and so on. Lastly, a hybrid agency merges certain bits from traditional and the digital model in a new and balanced way. How do we do that? There is no universal way, but loosely it requires adopting a practical and yet innovative attitude. For instance, the traditional agency offers a great level of customization, creating bespoke products. In contrast, the digital agency can bring great value through repeatability, scale, and economics. But it is the hybrid agency model that is more attuned to your business and helps you thrive in the long run. So now the question is, is the hybrid agency model compatible to hybrid work? To my opinion, hybrid agency and hybrid work are not the same, but we can bridge the two. My intent is to bring somehow human agency into the business context. According to Verkunen, agency is a temporarily embedded process of social engagement informed by the past, oriented through evaluation of present towards future possibilities. The orientation to future possibilities depends centrally on the actor's beliefs and their capabilities of exercising control of what is going on. So, human agents are the system regulators, and through their actions, they define those patterns of activities, enforce and change them. Putting human agency at the heart of this cultural transformation is crucial. If we want to create an inclusive environment, we must rethink the new practices and how they truly affect people at work. Embracing diversity is not easy. Being inclusive is even harder. Having an inclusive practice means opening a sphere of possibilities for different people to have unique ways of engaging with their work. To be ready for the age of agency, companies need a better relationship between human agency and organizational dynamics. This mindset could help address the growing concerns around automation, upskilling, socioeconomic shifts, climate change, environmental chaos, and so on. Hybrid work isn't about what we will do if another global pandemic happens, but how to better manage the complexity in our relationship to the environment. As Verkunen defines it, hybrid agency thus presupposes as its context a long-term collaboration between two activity systems that preserve their identity in the collaboration and a platform that bridges the divergent activities and supports their coordination. Priming an understanding of people's agency can help us design more inclusive work practices without reducing individual complexity. This approach is more enticing to workers because they can define their boundaries and capabilities as agents while exercising a sense of autonomy. 
but this requires a shift in the culture for companies to connect with diverse backgrounds and visions that align with collective creativity as an unbounded act. Hybrid work is not a solution, but a way to better understand people's needs without downplaying their circumstances. The beginning of a more conscious way to do business starts here, by understanding possibility, flexibility, differences, and not converging and reducing the world's complexity for short-term or localized benefits at the expense of others, hybrid work pertains to the diverse many as opposed to the similar few. Companies can cope better with the disruption than anticipated centrally if the agency becomes a priority over content and occupation. The organization itself must take the form of an agency, a hybrid agency that complements the human one. We are far from defining the hybrid agency as a paved path into the future of work, and it will probably take more time before we understand this new framing of hybrid agency. Still, it's worth at least starting the conversations so more can join in. Thank you for joining and listening to our episode on Odd Outcomes. I hope you stay tuned for more episodes as our journey oddly unfolds.